0: there's 10.6 trillion dollars worth of assets benchmarks to russell indexes it's the index family institutional investors rely on russell indexes your index matters see how at footsierussell.com talking about investing with exchange traded funds. This is the ETF of the week, where we get to hear the latest from ETFtrends.com chief executive officer, Tom Lydon. Tom, great to chat with you again. Great to be back, Chuck. Thanks. Your ETF
1: of the week is the Invesco Global Clean Energy ETF, ticker symbol PBD. P.B.D., the Invesco Global Clean
0: Energy ETF. And of course, energy been trending and been in the news. So is it one, the other or both that has you looking at this fund right now?
1: Well, I I think it's all the above, Chuck. We saw global leaders all ascending on Glasgow last week for the climate change summit. The good thing is there's consensus coming out from global leaders that we need to do a better job regarding clean energy and climate. And pretty much across the board, more and more committed, at least 105 countries signed an agreement to slash emissions of methane, greenhouse gas, and by 30% by the end of the decade. That's pretty good. And if we can get the world to potentially limit global warming to 1.8 degrees Celsius or 3.2 degrees Fahrenheit, that's going to be pre-industrial levels of uh, 2100 That's really, really positive, And the world leaders think they can do that. They do. But then the question becomes, how do you want to invest in
0: it? Now, this fund, I know, is based on one of the Wilder Hill indexes. Do you want in an industry that's getting this much play to be indexed? What's the benefit of using an index ETF in the global clean energy space, as opposed to going for an active manager who's ESG
1: oriented? So great, great question, Chuck. You know, I would say in some instances, especially with global equity indexes these days, where it's all market cap weighted, there's some that have active strategies or specific technology or innovation strategies that you might want to consider as well. But when you think about clean energy, there are some specific companies that have been in this space for an extended period of time. And if the world all of a sudden is spending more attention in this thinly sliced sector, having an index isn't necessarily the worst thing. Because as you know, Chuck, even though this might mean something to you and I personally, the big question is, is, we have we actually carved out part of our individual portfolios to put something in there? Probably not. Have we bought the underlying companies themselves because we like what they do and they make us feel good? Probably not. But going forward, whether it's an ESG allocation or specifically an ETF that focuses on clean energy, that's probably a decent commitment. And I think what we're going to see is more and more advisors allocate to areas like this and with that having a indexed allocation where it's well diversified not just among companies but among countries around the world it makes sense to have more of a diversified holding this is a
0: fund that has a long history in the clean energy space but it has a history as well of being a bit feast or famine i mean the last 2 years have been amazing up in 2019, 145% in 2020. It's down this year, but it's above the 200-day moving average. With that kind of volatility, I have to assume this is a 200-day moving average play. Even if you like clean energy, I would think that kind of volatility makes it a 200-day moving average play, doesn't it?
1: I agree. It's had some wild swings. And you know, with that in mind, it really suits well for trend following. And if you can track it on a regular basis and stick to that 200-day average, you'll probably be rewarded. At the same time, Chuck, you know, I look forward to these calls every week because we get to bring forth not only opportunities that are trending in the right direction, but also long-term opportunities that make sense that maybe the average investor hasn't thought of before. So. With that in mind, we know there are a lot of investors who don't use technical analysis or trend following in allocating their ETF portfolios. But at the same time, this would make sense because there are definitely going to be ups and downs over time. Some may even say, because of what's happened in the last couple of years and all the buildup uh, that we've seen in ESG, that some of these companies might be overbought. If they are, and they go below their 200-day average, take them off the table. At the same time, this may just be the beginning of a long-term uptrend that we would see over the next decade.
0: Where does this fit in somebody's portfolio? If they don't have clean energy, does this replace part of your traditional energy investments? Is this
1: in addition to? Where's the money coming from to add
0: this to a portfolio?
1: Another great question, Chuck. I would say this. The average listener right now probably has a very high correlation on the equity side of their portfolio, to the S&P 500. I'd make the argument that there are a lot of good stocks in the S&P 500. There are also a lot of stocks that probably are not going to see the growth that this industry is seeing. So taking a 5% allocation out of the S&P 500 and putting in something like this, especially while it's in an uptrend, probably makes sense from a diversification and a growth standpoint. And how much do you let something like this be in a portfolio? Well, I I wouldn't let it get more than 10%, even if it makes you feel good, because it's so, so concentrated. But again, I'm not speaking for everyone out there. It's one of those things where it's an acquired taste. And if you're considering more of your portfolio, not just from a growth standpoint, but if it makes you feel good, and if it's a way of giving back and showing some support, a little goes a long way here.
0: It's the Invesco Global Clean Energy ETF, ticker symbol PBD, the ETF of the week from Tom Lydon. Tom, we'll do this again next week. Looking forward to it. Thanks, Chuck. The ETF of the week is a joint production between ETFtrends.com and MoneyLife with Chuck Jaffe. And if you're looking for anything on ETFs, from what's trending, of course, to what's new, what's changing, and much more, including courses and primers and all kinds of resources. Check out ETFtrends.com. They're on Twitter at ETFtrends. Tom Lydon, their chief executive officer. My guest, he's on Twitter too, at Tom Lydon. Now, if you want to learn all about my hour-long weekday podcast, well, search on your favorite podcast app or find me at moneylifeshow.com. The ETF of the week is here for you every Thursday. And we hope you will follow along on your favorite podcast app. And if you've got time, leave us a review because they really do help. On behalf of Tom Lydon and ETF Trends, I'm Chuck Jaffe. Thanks for joining us. Till we do this again next week, happy investing, everybody.